Amen. Thank you, Brother Jerry. Thank all of you for your participation and for giving the glory unto God that he so richly deserves. He's worthy. And man, I tell you, I don't care how hard you sing and how much. He deserves more. He deserves more. Folks, we have a new creature in Christ in our presence. Stand up, Brother Harrison. Brother Harrison was baptized this morning. So, so now when you refer to Harrison, you refer to him, Brother Harrison Thomas. Brother Harrison. Harrison says he's excited. He wants to serve and he's excited about serving. And I said this morning, and I'll say to you all, don't go up on him with a fire extinguisher. Amen. Trying to put his zeal and his fire out. Amen. That's right. Let him serve. Let him be excited. Amen. And hopefully he can shoot a spark under some of us. Amen. And, and, and we don't be like on the front of the bulletin. Mm-hmm. All right. The couple, they, they, they shocked because they got a letter from the church saying that they've been activated. <laughs> Amen. this morning I want to share you all know I I love music but really it's it's the words of many songs that I love to listen to and I decided to entitle this sermon after a song that I really love and it causes you to think deep about life and it's called live like you were dying now, some of you may not know much about country singers. Tim McGraw uh, sings this song. You say, Tim, who? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You're not in the country music. Sometimes he's known better as Faith Hill's husband. Well, it's bad, boy, when you're known by your wife's name. But Tim, Tim, not a knockoff himself. But the song, I want to share the words with you, and then we'll go on into our lesson. It begins, it says, I was in my early 40s with a lot of life before me. And a moment came that stopped me on the dime. I spent most of the next days looking at the x-rays, talking about the options, and talking about sweet time. I asked him when it sank in. That this might really be the real end. How it hit you when you get that kind of news. Man, what do you do? And it goes on to say, I went skydiving. I went rocky mountain climbing. I went 2.7 seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. And I loved deeper. And I spoke sweeter. And I gave forgiveness I've been denied. And he said, someday I hope you get the chance to live like you were dying. Another verse that says, I was finally the husband that most of the time I wasn't. And I became a friend, a friend would like to have. 
and all of a sudden going fishing wasn't such an imposition. And I went three times that year, I lost my dad. I finally read the good book, and I took a good, long, hard look at what I'd do if I could do it all again. And he responded and said, I went skydiving. I went Rocky Mountain climbing. I went 2.7 seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. And I loved deeper. And I spoke sweeter. And I gave forgiveness I've been denied. And he says, someday I hope you get the chance to live like you were dying. Living like you were dying. You know, when every time I sit and listen to that song, I just smile because so much truth in it. But there's all, also, if you listen to it, to some, it's a lot of regret. Because we procrastinate, we put off so much. We put off so many things in life that we know we need to do and we should do, but we procrastinate, we put it off in believing and thinking we have time. Only to find out time isn't something that we control. If the truth be told, the only thing we have is the present moment. Amen. Right now. You can't assure me anything of the next minute. I cannot assure you of anything in the next minute. Because only God knows. I love that song because it should cause you to stop and realize Man, life can throw you curveballs. Not only fast pitches, it can throw knuckleballs, it can throw curveballs, but you know what? Life can also strike you out if you're not careful. How often, as we sit here right now, when you were listening to the words, to the lyrics of that song, how many of us sat there and thought about at least one thing and we said to ourselves, I need to do better. I need to do better. You know, it's just amazing when you stop and consider I love this part when he said, I was finally the husband that most of the time I wasn't. And became a friend a friend would love to have. You know, if I'm going to be a true friend, I need to be able to spend time and devote time to my friendship. Not just saying and, and, and name that, hey, this is my friend, but I'm never there when they need me. Uh-huh. I'm never there to listen. Yeah. 
I'm never there to encourage them. I'm never there to exhort them. He said, and all of a sudden, going fishing wasn't such an imposition. How many months, how many years have we been putting off doing something? It's, it's no sin in, in doing something nice for yourself in life. Amen. Let me say that again. Amen. It's no sin in doing something nice for yourself in life. Amen. Because you know what? You should be able to enjoy the rewards of your labor. Amen. As long as you don't put things before God. But even in that, how many of us are guilty of every year we keep saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take the time to do this. And then all of a sudden you find yourself sick, you're laid up on your back, or you've gotten some bad news from the doctor, and now your mind is just, you're in such distraught. It shouldn't take that. Amen. Amen. We should, we should have a better perspective on life as God's people, as Christians, than anybody else in this world. Amen. Simply because the Word of God teaches us about time. Yeah. James chapter 4, beginning... At verse 13, James said, Go to now, ye that say today or tomorrow we will go into such a city and continue there a year and buy and sell and get gain. That sounds good in your own world. That sounds great if you control life. But notice what it goes on to say. Verse 14. Whereas you know not. Whereas you know not. What shall be on tomorrow. You don't know. I don't know. Amen. Only God knows. Amen. For what is your life? What is your life. What is your life church? It, it is but. This is what the word of God says. For what is your life? It is even a vapor. That appeareth for a little time. And I love the analogy. The comparison of vapor. Of vapor Jerry. You're, you're in the kitchen. You're boiling some water or cooking something and you see the steam rise up and it's gone. James says, this is life. This is life. It's but a vapor. How can you how dare you procrastinate on anything? 
And folks, we're guilty of it. Amen. We'll, we'll say, well, I'll get to that later. I'll I get to that tomorrow or whatever. You ain't promise. Tomorrow. Why not live like you're dying? Because the truth be told, we're dying every day. We're dying every day. The word of God said, like the sheep before the shear. Going in the slaughter. Every day we march closer to death. Who has time to procrastinate? He said he learned to forgive where in the past he'd been denied. But Jesus said, how can you expect me to forgive you when you won't forgive one another? It shouldn't take traumatic, a traumatic experience to cause us to say, well, you know, I'm just going to start living. I'm just going to, you know, get this done, get this done. That should be our attitude in living for Christ every day. Amen. A doctor shouldn't have to tell us, I have cancer, I have some illness, and I got to anticipate some treatments and all of this to cause me to say, man, this thing is serious. This thing about life is serious. The Bible tells us this thing about life is short. It's but a vapor. It's but a vapor that rises up for a moment and it's gone. You know, I sit back and look at the kids here that have grown up and are still growing up. And I said, man, this thing called life don't wait on you. Brian, Sydney, you know, man, I remember them. Boy, you you could kick them around like a football, man. And now Brian, Brian old. Got his six pack and everything. Man, you. <laughs> I still tell him, boy, I, I dust you. I dust you. But I remember when, I would remember when they were born. And this thing called time doesn't wait. How many of us can sit or did sit and think of something while I was reading the words of that song? You know, man, I could be a better spouse. I could be a better parent. How many kids, I could be a better child. I could be a better son, a better daughter. It shouldn't take a traumatic experience. That's right. For me to learn and to appreciate life. 
Man, God is blessing us every day that we wake up to give us an opportunity not only to be saved and to save him, but to glorify him and enjoy what time he has given us. James says, for that you ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live. If, condition, if, if, and you know what? That condition you don't control. Think about that for a moment. You don't control that, that condition. God is in control of that if. God decides whether you wake up. God decides whether or not you, you, you move on. God decides what health and what strength, what he's going to provide for you. That if is not in your control. If the Lord will, we shall live. And do this or that. But now ye rejoice in your boastings. All such rejoicing is evil. Every time you part your lips, every time you speak something talking about I, 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 you're sinning against God. You don't control this. God provided. God made a way. God is doing all of these things for you. Why aren't you giving God his glory? I keep saying it over and over. God is not a God who believes in sharing his glory. The Bible said he's a jealous God. He told Moses, I don't share my glory. You refuse to give me all my glory. You held back on me, Moses. And man, you can't find a closer relationship relationship than that when you look at Moses and God. But God said, you held back on me, man. Talking about we. We must, we bring water from this rock. We, can you imagine God's expression when it got, when Moses said, we, God, what? Well, it's no different with us. God provides the means. He provides the help, the strength, the resources and everything. And we, through our boasting, instead of saying, God did this. God provided that. We say, I. Look what I accomplish. No, 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 no. Look what God enabled me to do. That's right. Amen. That's right. That's right. 
See, God needs to always get his glory up front. Amen. And you, you need to practice this. If you, if you stick God up front, you ain't got to worry about cheating. Amen. But if God gets lost anywhere else in the conversation, yeah. you've cheated him. Amen. Because you've already given the glory to yourself or to somebody else. And you know what? You're already on, in bad standing with God. And we, and we love to try to play it off and correct ourselves. Well, you know what I mean. You know God. No, no, no. I heard what you said. Say what you mean and mean what you say. I could stand here and, and defend and debate and say, well, surely Moses didn't mean it. You know, the folks that got Moses upset, and, and rest assured, the Bible said, those folks have worked his nerves. Yeah. Yeah. They worked his nerves. Yeah. But God still didn't see it as an excuse That's right. That's right. That's right. to hold back his glory. Amen. And I'm saying, folks, for us to really, really Get a deeper understanding of this thing called Christianity. And being available to be used by God. We have to deny ourselves. We really do. We, we quote it all the time. We talk it all the time. Matthew 16, 24. Jesus said, if any man would come up to me, let him first. Deny himself. Then pick up his cross and follow me. We say it all the time, but folks, is that what our conversation signifies? I, me, mine. Well, if everything I mean mine, you, where is God? That's right. Well, you know, you know, God, God made it possible. That ain't what you said. That's right. That is not what you said. That's right. Verse 17 said, therefore, to him that knoweth to do good. Yeah. Yeah. And do it. Do it. D-O-E-T-H. That's continuous. Yeah. Yeah. And do it. It not. To him, it is sin. It, it does not say to him it is. <laughs> no, to him it is death. Because the wages of sin is death. You, he he ha ha laugh about it if you want to. And you'll, you'll go to hell. How can we expect to teach unbelievers if they don't if they don't see it and hear it in our speech? How can I how can I proclaim the greatness of God if he's not first in my speech? This morning, uh, in the first service, we dealt with a lesson in Psalm 136, his mercy. Endure it forever. It does. 
All of us know that. But does our speech proclaim that? Put God first and you don't have to worry about cheating him. God wake you up in the morning, your feet hit the floor. Quit lying talking about that alarm clock woke you up. You should be thanking God for another day. Get promotions on jobs and, and other things happen in life of the good nature and everything. Quit stealing God's glory. Right. Amen. Talking about, well, you know, I worked hard for this. And no, God enabled you. God provided for you. God made a way for you. Yeah. Now you could, you could say whatever junk you want to after that. But don't go sticking about you up front. Because the Bible said that boasting. Verse 16. All such rejoicing is evil. If you truly understand, we of ourselves, we can't do anything. Amen. That's why Jesus said, without me, you could do nothing. That's why Jesus said, you need to make sure that you're connected to the true vine. Because, see, through the true vine, you know where your strength, your nourishment, your blessings, you know where everything comes from. It don't come from you. Comes from the Lord. See there are some other vines out there. That's why Jesus said. I am the true vine. Because see there there are some. There are some. Imitating vines out there. And those vines are the ones that. Will tell you. To be puffed up in pride. To be lifted up. and, and, And let folks know. What you have done in life. To bolster yourself. See those are the vines that Jesus said. You know what? (laughs) They'll be dead soon. Yeah. Because they're not going to get what they need. To survive in life. That's right. But Jesus said I am the true vine. Let's let's turn over to that. uh, John 15. I believe that is. John 15 and 1. And we're, we're, we're prepared to close out. John 15 and 1. Listen to Jesus. I am the true vine. And my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. Ongoing process. He removes it. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth. It yeah. that it may bring forth more fruit. Yeah. 
Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. Folks, that's clear right there. I am the vine. Ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him. The same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Is that in your Bible? Verse 6 says, if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what ye will and it shall be. Be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. It ain't about you. It's not about me. Give God his glory. How many, how many times have you spoken to somebody who had a loved one to die and they bring up in the conversation, I wish I, wish I would have went on and done this or said this. Or, and nothing is more grueling to some people than to have a loved one die. And they wanted to ask for forgiveness. But they kept putting it off. They kept putting it off. Again, I tell you, you don't don't control time. And And don't take what I'm getting ready to say the wrong way. You could go out to that cemetery and talk to that grave site all you want to. They don't hear you. Now, if that's therapy for you, you 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 do you. But I'm telling you, that ain't the time to hold a conversation. The time to hold a conversation is why they live in. The time to ask for forgiveness is why they live in. The time to tell folks that you love them is why they're living. The time to do good and to show that you really care and that you're a saint of God is why they're living. That's why I tell folks I ain't big on funerals. I'm not. Too much fakeness. Too much lying. Yeah, 
You got a poem to write? Write it while they live it. You got a song in your heart you want to sing? Sister Julia, sing it to them while they're living. To him that knoweth to do good. And doeth it not. To him. It's sin. Ain't nobody going to get up out of that casket and say, oh, that was so beautiful. Ain't nobody going to get up out of that grave. And say, I appreciate you coming out here. Folks, whether you believe it or not, and I and this may sound cold, when you die, life moves on. It moves on, Bobby. The world don't stop turning because you die. Yeah, folks might cry a few tears and they may mope a little, whatever, but life goes on. It does. So that's why you don't need to get yourself caught up and puffed up in pride thinking you all this and that. Because you know what? You're going to die. And it's just a matter of weeks or months and somebody's going to say, what was that person's name? Amen. <laughs> what, was that, what was that name? That's right, yeah. Ain't nobody going sh- to shut the factory down because you died. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to shut the world down because you died. Folks, Do it while you're living. Amen. Do it while you're living. Yeah, but you know all those thoughts that pop up in your head. You know, I shared with you all about a month or so ago. I said, what I'm going to start doing, go through the drive-thru, getting something to eat. I said, I'm going to start paying for some of the folks behind me. Meal. I started doing that. Mm-hmm. I, did, I did it not long ago. I was at McDonald's and I looked back, saw the person, pulled up the pay. I said, hey, I'm going to pay for the order of the person behind me. And the girl said, okay. After I pulled up to the next one to wait for my order and I could see the young lady telling them, your order paid for. And the people were just staring. They were just staring. They were talking to each other like, you know them, you know them. And I didn't wave or anything. I just drove on off. Man, just do something nice. Stop putting off. And if I, if the truth be told, if I was a gambling man, let me tell you what I'll bet on. I would bet on there are some people in my family, in your family, that you could start practicing with. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> You ain't, got, you ain't got to go to Chick-fil-A or McDonald's drive through Burger King. That's right, that's right. 
There's some people in, in your immediate family, you can start practicing them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So man, guess what? If something happened to them, if the good Lord called them away or whatever, you ain't got to be feeling guilty. That's right. You ain't got to be sitting there. Oh, I wish. I said, I'm getting ready to sit down. Mm -hmm. I wish y'all could see some of the mean mugging faces. Preachers have to stand up and look at. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like I didn't do anything. No, you ain't got to sit there all mad and see. That's guilt. That's it. That's it. That's resentment. Amen. But see, when you when you do, when you live like you're dying, mm -hmm. and go on take care of business right away. Yeah. You know you ain't got to have that. Guilt. That's right. You ain't got to have that resentment. That's right. You ain't got to be walking around mad and then dealing with psychological problems the rest of your life. Amen. You ain't got to be out there at the cemetery wailing and crying and all this stuff. They can't forgive you. So you do what you got to do while you live. Amen. You go on. Yeah. And when it's all said and done, you've done your part. Amen. 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 Live like you're dying. Yeah. Because brothers and sisters, you are. Yeah. You are. Every day, every day, don't bring about you. Every day brings about a day being old. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. 15 years ago, I wasn't feeling some of the pains I feel now. Amen. 10 years ago, I wasn't feeling some of the pains I feel now. Five years ago, I wasn't feeling some of the pains I feel now. A couple of months ago, I wasn't feeling some of the pains I feel now. Folks, every day, the good Lord bless you to live. You're not getting younger? Amen. This old body. Yeah. This old tabernacle. Yeah. The foundation. It's crumbling. Yeah. It's crumbling. It's uh hair goals. Vision goals. Teeth goals. Everything starts shifting. Stuff that used to be tight starts sagging and now. <laughs> Stuff starts shifting and moving. Time. 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 You go get milk, tuck, and suck, and all this stuff, and turn right back around a few years later. Right back again. Why? Time. Man, you can't defy nature. Because right. eventually you're going to run out of skin to be tightened back. <laughs> Man, just grow old and graceful. Amen. Amen. And look to heaven. Yes, sir. This world is not our home. Amen. 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 Live like you're dying, folks. Yes, sir. Because we are. Amen. We are. Doesn't take a doctor's visit. It shouldn't take 
a doctor's visit to cause you to wake up to what God has already called you to do. Amen. 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 <sighs> Y'all Google that song. I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. You ain't got to tell nobody, you know, you listen to country music. I'm just saying listen to the songs. You might learn something. Say, so, yeah, your preacher listens. I listen to it. Yes, I do. I could school you on something. Folks, if you're here today, just like Brother Harrison this morning made up his mind. And what I love about Harrison, Harrison been talking about it for a while. Yeah, yeah. Harrison been talking about it for a while, but you got to have an understanding of what it is you're desiring to do. Harrison kept seeking, kept studying. And it's a beautiful thing to have parents who will help teach and help them to understand. Yeah. Man, that's the way God designed this thing. Yeah. And Harrison made that step this morning. You know what? There's room at the foot of the cross for you too. Amen. There's room. If you're here today and you stand in need and you have a desire to put Christ on in baptism, you know what? The water's still ready. Yeah. It's yeah. still ready. Yeah. Already. Maybe baptism isn't the thing that you're in need of. Maybe you just stand in need of prayer. Yeah. Maybe something was said in the lesson. You say, you know, I'm guilty of focusing so much on me. I've sinned because I've stolen my God's glory. Well, guess what? You still got breath. In your lungs. Mm-hmm. The blood is still running warm in your veins. Yeah. Yeah. Just repent and get it right. Amen. That's the beauty of being a Christian. Amen. Amen. Well, it has the benefits that no other job will ever offer. That's right. To remove all the guilty stains. Mm-hmm. Whatever your situation is today, I encourage you to leave out of here today. Better than you alive. Amen. I encourage you. Yeah. Just give God His glory. Amen. We serve a merciful God. We serve a loving God. You know, even though God wouldn't allow Moses to cross over with the people, you see how merciful God was. God said, "I'll let you look on." Yeah. Man, you have put up with these people and gone through all this <laughs> stuff you have gone through. All you've been hearing for the last umpteen years is about the promised land, the promised land. God said, I'm going to let you look off of that. And God gave him a view. Mm-hmm. God said, You can't go off. Folks, God is love. But God means what he says. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And sin separates us from God. Get yourself right today. What's our song, Jerry? 644. 644 is our invitation song.
644. Let us together stand and let us sing. Let us encourage somebody to get it right with God at this time. When we walk with the Lord in the light of